Well, this morning I think I got a. I owe it to St. Thomas to give him a little defense because he gets picked on a lot. In fact, just before Mass, Sandy was picking on St. Thomas. He's known, he's known as Doubting Thomas. Uh, Thomas was really uh, had a great heart. Um, and um, in other passages in the Gospel of John, he kinda, his personality comes out and he speaks a little bit. We see him, he's a little bit of a curmudgeon. He's a little bit of a, a cynic, but he's, he's really got a good heart. He's willing to die for Christ. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a, there's a point, there's a passage in the gospel where they're deciding, they're debating, should we go back to Judea to see, um, Lazarus, who's on his sickbed? And the apostles are like, no way, we're, we're not going back there because, uh, they're gonna kill us, basically, if we do. And, and Jesus, they're gonna kill you if you go back there, don't do it. And, um, and Jesus basically says, no, we're going, we're going to go. And Thomas is, he says, well, let's go and let's die with him. So we, we see Thomas is, is willing. He's, he's kind of negative. He's like, yeah, there ain't going to be anything good meeting us there, but doggone it, we're going to do it anyways, you know. So he's, he's really got a good heart. And I think when he said to the other apostles, I don't believe it, I probably, I think he probably felt like he was left out a little bit. You know, these other, the other ten apostles saw Christ and, and he was feeling like, wait a second, come on, you know. So he maybe felt a little bit left out. Um, and uh, there definitely probably was that he was struggling with belief versus unbelief. Uh, but you have to understand, when he saw the risen Christ, uh, he might not have even touched, you know, Jesus invited him to touch his wounds. He might not have even needed to do that. It doesn't, the text doesn't really specify whether or not. We, we see it in a lot of the artwork. We see Thomas touching the wounds, and that he very well could have, but maybe he didn't. The point is, is whenever, when he came into contact with the risen Christ, he, he believed immediately. And look at what the object of his faith was. He said, my Lord and my God, my God. So he's looking at a man, and he's saying, you are God. Okay, so that's an amazing act of faith right there. Um, You just don't look at a human being and immediately conclude, oh, he's got to be God. Okay, Uh, the resurrection of Christ, you know, basically dismissed the cloud, uh, a lingering cloud of unbelief or doubt for sure. But in any event, it was still an amazing act of faith because here he is beholding a man and he's saying, my Lord and my God. And uh, moreover, this whole... Encounter was a providential arrangement, and it was there, and Thomas got to play center stage, kind of the bad guy and the good guy at the same time, for our sake, for our sake. So Thomas's unbelief did us a lot of good. It increased our faith. It helped our faith. And so that's why Christ concludes, you know, you have seen and believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. And that's, he's, he's referring to us. So we owe a lot to St. Thomas. So I don't want to hear anybody else picking on him from now on out, okay?